What's up, all you lunatics? So I just want to give you guys a quick spoiler warning. Uh, there will be spoilers for, uh, obviously, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, weirdly enough, Jurassic World Dominion, and Halloween Ends. So tread carefully, and uh, if you haven't seen them, go watch them. You know, tread carefully with the last two. But um, see you guys by the fire. Hold on to your butts. Movies rock. Welcome and thank you for coming to this fireside chat with me. This is the show within the show where I talk to you guys about movies I've watched recently, whether it be in the theater, at home, or just my thoughts on movie news in general. But really, I can say whatever the fuck I want because guess what? Chris isn't here. It's just me. He's gone. It's just me, me and you by the fire. And yeah, we're just chilling. And, 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 you know, I can say whatever I want right now that I'm by the fire without Chris because I'm a grown boy. So basically, um, this is really just stream of consciousness. Uh, I'm just going to kind of throw my thoughts out about certain things. I, I normally do more um, detailed reviews of, of movies on my letterbox, which is at writer's block, uh, R-Y-D-E-R-Z-B-L-O-C-K. Um, which is probably linked in any social media. Uh, it's the same on Instagram. My handle is the same on Instagram, so you'll be able to find it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, as far as these uh, types of episodes go, they'll really just be... There's not really a set time, like, duration that I'm going to talk each episode. It's just really as long as I can talk without, you know, just completely losing it. You know, as long as I can continue to stomach hearing my own voice, which I cannot stand, um, you know, that's that's what we're going to do. So uh, today, today um, we are talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. You think he'd be proud of this? <laughs> Your father, his only daughter, selling her so I'm just gonna give my quick thoughts um, I honestly I loved it I thought it was way better than whatever all these people at Cannes Film Festival or whatever it was I think it was Cannes when it premiered uh, let's actually I'm sorry about the creaky chair ignore that if you can hear it um, we're going to go check out some of these reviews. So it has since grown, like the critic score has grown uh, since its premiere in Cannes uh, to its actual uh, premiere uh, globally. Um, and it, I think it has risen from a 55% to a 68%, which is, you know, or no, I think it was actually at a 47, but I might be wrong. Um, so here are some of their, the people that actually went and saw it at Cannes. Here are some of the negative reviews. 
Leonard Martin says, I can't say I had high expectations for this film, but even so, I consider it a disappointment. Let's revisit Raiders of the Lost Ark and remember when the premise was fresh and the picture was fun to watch. Which, f- fuck you, Leonard. Like, I just, I hate that. I hate that so much. Because what? I don't understand your qualm, if you will. Um, and I realize I, I immediately <laughs> got distracted and did not tell you my full thoughts but we'll get there we'll get there don't worry about it um the whole point of a franchise continuing is that you have you live with these characters throughout the however long they want to make these movies and which means you get to watch these characters grow and i don't understand leonard here i don't leonard malton by the way i said martin before i think um i don't understand his whole issue because like what were you disappointed about that he wasn't you know fighting people like he normally would he still fought people but like i i don't know i think i think we got the exact indie that harrison ford wanted to give us and that james mangold wanted to give us so i don't really know what to say to you leonard but we're gonna go in. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about uh, my thoughts. Um, I I loved it as an Indiana Jones fan, but also as a person who has been thoroughly disappointed in legacy franchise conclusion chapters here lately. Because 2022, we got we got two films that were the end of a franchise. Uh, you know, uh, quote-unquote, end of a franchise, um, with Jurassic World Dominion and Halloween Ends, two of my favorite franchises in the entire world. For anybody who knows me, they know Jurassic Park is my favorite film of all time, and Halloween is the first horror movie I ever watched, uh, thanks to my mom. Shout out you, mom. Um, But Indiana Jones was a beautifully refreshing uh, experience for me because... Seeing Jurassic World Dominion and watching this, you know, very surface level, um, stale, just, and and even at times kind of bloated uh, conclusion to a story that uh, I felt like, you know, could have done a lot better. It could have been a lot better. It could have, you know, tied things up in a bow a lot nicer. But it is still better than Halloween Ends, which was just absolute dog shit. And I know we're not here to talk about Halloween Ends or Jurassic World Dominion, but I'm, I do want to just go on this little tiny rant here real quick. Um, Halloween Ends was so fucking wild because <clears throat> I defended... Halloween Kills because everybody said Halloween Kills sucks because it was just for one reason or another I heard a lot of people saying you know it was just nothing but killing there's no substance to it and blah 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 and so for years I was telling people well yeah of course it's gonna be nothing but killing it's the middle chapter in a in a trilogy that takes place over like the same night like over the same day and night like the third chapter is for sure going to take place right as Halloween Kills, you know, takes off. Or uh, uh, where Halloween Kills ends, 
nope, that didn't happen. Um, what we instead got was uh, a, a story four years later that was more Christine slash Heather's than Halloween uh, with a character with a main character who should have been introduced a lot sooner in the franchise, um, whether it be a little bit or not at all. I would have preferred not at all. Not a huge fan of Corey. But, um, and we got just a really, really disappointing, just such a awful conclusion to the Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, I keep saying franchise, but it, that's really, it, it's, it's this whole story that spanned over 40 years. And we get the, it's just, oh, oh, but I'm not here to talk about that. I'm gonna put a spoiler warning at the beginning of the video or at the beginning of the podcast, so uh, that way people know. Um, but here's here's what I want to talk about. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna speak positively because I think um, I think the biggest thing about um, the whole can situation is that nobody was really. Um, I think everybody was just for some reason ready to knock it once it came once that came out. Every I think everybody was just ready to be disappointed because of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't know. I I really wasn't keeping up with everything, and I'm not one of those like diehard. You know, oh they just don't understand it. I get why there's some issues uh, for sure, but right out the gate, love the big flashy action set pieces. Um during the parade and in the opening scene on the train with the Nazis, it was just incredible. And, and, and both were able to just thrust you into the, the time period that they were set in the, you know, the, the latter half of the movie being 1969. Um, and the, the first being during world war two, I think it was 19, I think, no, it was, I think I cannot remember the year that the opening took place in, I want to say 1942, but I might be wrong. I'm probably, I'm probably wrong. Um, across the board, wonderful, uh, wonderful acting performances from everyone. Um, Harrison Ford gave us just a truly touching outing as, uh, as Indiana Jones. I, I thought every part of him, it was so cool to see him just be this old, like going through the motions you know at retirement indiana jones like it 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 was it it was refreshing because then you got to see him kind of pop back into it not to the degree that i think we all would hope but we you also got to keep in mind this man is 80 years old this man is 80 he's not gonna pop back and that's and that's what a lot that's what i don't like about leonard motlin malton uh, his fucking review that I'm looking at right now, his face, ugh. Um, but that's, I just don't like. You cannot. I don't know. You can't expect it to be as. Cause I don't know. I think people went into it thinking it was gonna be fucking Mission Impossible. Like that we were gonna get some Tom Cruise shit. And you just not. Tom Cruise is sixty, but Harrison Ford's fucking eighty years old, and he's been in the industry since he was. God, 
fucking 17, 18. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Harrison Ford was great. Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Helena Shaw. I've seen some discourse around her character, um, but I want to firmly plant my flag in this thought, which is she was electrifying to watch, and I could absolutely watch the franchise continue on with her as the lead. And I hear you guys. I hear you guys murmuring and mumbling. Um, but tell me I'm wrong. Tell me Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Helena Shaw continuing in in her father and indiana jones's footsteps would not be such an entertaining i mean she's so captivating her her entire like her presence on screen is so unbelievably captivating uh even when she's being just a piece of shit when she's just like throwing indiana under the bus like it's just i mean metaphorically obviously but um it would have been a much shorter movie if it was literally um but yeah, uh, I want to see that happen, you know, make it because you, you, you know, these fucking studios, these fucking studios are going to continue making this shit. Cool. Cause you, I mean, listen to the, all the shit that's going on about John Wick here lately and tell me they're not going to continue Indiana Jones. Tell me they're not going to continue Halloween and fucking, uh, Jurassic Park. You're going to sit here and tell me one of the most profitable, uh, movies, movie franchises as far as fucking like merchandise in Jurassic Park you're telling me they're not gonna make another fucking movie I don't care how many movies Mattel has uh, got on the fucking slate apparently they have 45 movies on this on on their slate based on games I, I'm getting derailed but uh that's wild look into that by the way look into that article fucking a heist a, an uno heist movie what how I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Mads Mikkelsen as uh, Jürgen Voller. His performance was unsurprisingly good. Uh, which, I mean, to be honest, it's a given. You give Mads Mikkelsen a role as a villain and he's going to knock it out of the fucking park. Um, I thought the reasoning behind the divorce between... Uh oh god what is her name? Oh, I just had a blank. I'm blanking. Hold on one second. Between Indiana Jones, <laughs> god. Computers, am I right? Um between Indiana and Marion, the divorce between Indiana and Marion. Um uh, I thought the reasoning and everything it was very well done. Uh and it kind of put, um, you know, Mutt's whole uh, Shia LaBeouf, for anybody who hasn't seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but, uh, which, why are you listening to this? If you haven't seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I know it's bad, but watch the fucking, watch it before you watch Dial of Destiny, and then watch Dial of Destiny before you listen to this. What are you doing? Um, but uh, I thought it was handled really well. Because you got to see some very emotional moments uh, from Harrison Ford, especially on the boat with Helena, um, where you really kind of see him break down in a way that his character has not had the opportunity to in the past. Um, we've, I think we've gotten close, especially in The Last Crusade, but uh, 
I need to rewatch that. I it's been a minute since I've seen Last Crusade. I always just gravitate towards Raiders, to be honest, and and then Temple of Doom. But I think I think it helped put away Mutt's character, you know, in a way that um, really added a another layer to the story that was necessary, um, in my opinion. And plus, you know, I'm sure James Mangold didn't want to deal with the whole you know Shia LaBeouf of it all. Uh, which, I mean, who could blame him? But another good thing about this movie is that unlike Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the performances and the story and just the characters are, and the set pieces, just everything that's like, you know, you know, woo, like big, like amazing about it. I think it helped me overlook some plot holes. And there are some plot holes, which I'm going to go into right now. Uh, one of them being, and I have to rewatch it before I can stand firmly on this hill. Um, but I really thought about it cause I've only watched it once. I really thought about it and I don't, I think, um, <sighs> I'm trying to think about it while, right before I say anything. Uh, there is a popular fan theory that was, um, pretty much it was put forward by there was an episode of the big bang theory that kind of highlighted it um but it was a popular fan theory online for a while uh about raiders which is that indiana jones has no um impact on the outcome of the story he has no impact on you know if he wasn't there the the Nazis would have still gotten, they would have still gotten the locket from Marion. They still would have found the Ark. They probably would have found it sooner. And they still would have opened it and they still would have melted and died. And again, I don't know if I want to firmly plant my flag in this hill, but I'm pretty sure James Mangold fell into the Raiders trap with this film. Because much like, I mean, he's tied up for a lot of this fucking movie, uh, metaphorically and more often, literally. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I think if he wasn't part of it and honestly, if Helena wasn't part of it, I think it would have played out the exact same way because they would have went back in time and they would have been attacked. They would have crashed. They would have died. Honestly, like, I mean, I think the only, the only way you could kind of explain around it, though, is the fact that Archimedes ends up getting Jurgen's watch, and that's the watch he's wearing in his grave, which let's go into that, by the way. Um, so, uh, one of a, and I did some research a little bit <coughs> just to see if I was right. And, um, so the thing with the anti-Chiridian, I think is what it's called, um, it was a device that was created by Archimedes to detect fissures in time, but it couldn't create them. Um, so how, how were they able to locate a portal to Archimedes' exact time and location, which... Granted, they were not looking for 
and I'm reading this part off of an independent article, um, which, which granted, they were not looking for Archimedes' time, that he was trying to go back to when they were on the train, or, well, he was trying to go back beyond that, um, to take, to kill Hitler and take over the Nazi regime, but, I don't know, it just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, because, I mean, unless he, well, because he put Archimedes' watch into the Antikyridian, but, which turns out to be his watch anyway, um, and it helped him open a portal to the, did that help him open a portal to that moment? Answer, you know, DM me if, if you know, um, did that influence it? And if so, then, because like, but then also, how did he not notice that that was his watch? Because the thing is, is like, if you know you're going to go back in time and you're using this famous inventor, you're using his device and you find his grave and you find a watch and you see the watch and you take the watch to put into the Antichiridion and you... It's your watch that he ends up taking. How do you not recognize that that's your watch? Because you you should already be thinking, oh, this is like, what, 200 BC? And it's Archimedes? Watches haven't been invented yet. And Indiana Jones even says that. So then... Well, then, okay, so then we talk about that. So then what... Then what happens then? So it's just this infinite loop of him you know time is just an infinite loop where he goes back and does the same shit over and over and over again but then never knows about it like never figures out that it's his watch i don't understand that it's breaking my brain maybe i'm just stupid and i just can't i can't process it for some reason and again like i said it's i've only watched it one time so if I'm being stupid about it, please let me know. Nicely. Nicely. Please let me know. Uh, but, like, if it is his watch, wouldn't he know it would play out the same way it played? Like, would he not know? There would have to be history books that tell him, like, hey, this happened. Or, like, some, and not, maybe not in exact words of, like, oh, there was a plane. And it came back, and these guys with, you know, really funny uniforms, uh and they had this little device and everything like it doesn't have to be like that it could be like oh there was a dragon and everything i don't know man really just at the end of it all really all i gotta say is this was much better than kingdom of the crystal skull and i still enjoyed it and i want helena shaw to continue the franchise because I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, is there anything else I want to say? This was a quick episode. Uh, they, I cannot promise that they will all be this quick and bite-sized. But, uh, you know, that's pretty much all I want to say. It was a great franchise ender. It was a great end for the character. And Harrison Ford knew that. And that's why he did it. 
Um, and that's why he doesn't want to do any more. And you know what? He nailed it. It's I, I can't say the fucking same for every other franchise uh, legacies, you know, conclusion that we've had. Um, but, you know, can't always get what you want. Somebody said that once. Can't remember who sang it. Um, but anyways, thank you for coming to this fireside chat with me. I'm Dalton. I've I've been your host today. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys again. Uh, the next episode is going to be posted Saturday. And we're talking about one of my favorite action movies of the last five years, if not of all time, which is Bullet Train fucking bullet train um so get ready uh it was chris's first time watching which this whole show is basically uh this part is just me rambling and then the the main episode is just uh me showing movies because i'm i'm more the movie guy and and chris is the guy who is the brother of the movie guy who trusts the brother who trusts the movie guy to show him movies that he will like so this whole show is basically just Chris has never watched blank. So we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, moving forward, uh, these episodes, uh, the Fireside Chats will be posted on Thursdays. The actual main episode will be posted on Saturdays. Um, Chris doesn't have very much social media. Uh, he is in the process of working on some YouTube stuff uh, that may come out in the future. I'm not sure. You'll have to ask him. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, on Threads. Yeah, Threads is, you know, doing its thing. You know, it's been two days. But uh, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and uh, uh, Letterboxd at Writer's Block, which is at R-Y-D-E-R-Z-B-L-O-C-K. And uh, fuck Twitter. I have a Twitter, but fuck Twitter. Fuck Elon Musk. Um, yeah, so love you guys. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. Uh, give them hell, Indiana Jones. <laughs>